Good evening. Our first song this evening will be number 495. For the depth and the riches, number 495. I can see. For the depth and the riches of God's saving grace Flowing down from the cross for me There the debt for my sins by my Savior was paid In a suffering on Calvary Oh, the depth of such wonderful love Flowing boundless and full and free and the death for my sins was all paid in a suffering on Calvary. How my heart humbly bows in his presence today when I think of his agony. By his stripes I am freed from the bondage of sin through his suffering <coughs> the re. Oh, the depths of such wonderful love, flowing boundless and full and free. And the death for my sins was all paid in a suffering on Calvary. Oh, what marvelous mercy, what infinite love, what immeasurable grace I see. By his blood I am cleansed, I am happy and free Through his suffering on Calvary Oh, the death of such wonderful love Flowing boundless and full and free And the death for my sins was all paid In his suffering on Calvary Number 622. Tell me the story of Jesus. Tell me the story of Jesus. Write on my heart every word. Tell me the story most precious. Sweetest that ever was heard. Tell how the angels in chorus sang as they welcomed his birth. Glory to God in the highest, peace and good tidings on earth. Tell me the story of Jesus, write on my heart every word. Tell me the story most precious, sweetest that ever was heard. Fasting alone in the desert, 
tell of the day that are past. How for our sin he was tempted, yet was triumphant at last. Tell of the years of his labor, tell of the sorrow he bore. He was despised and afflicted, homeless, rejected, and poor. Tell me the story of Jesus. Write on my heart every word. Tell me the story most precious, sweetest that was heard. Tell of the cross where they nailed him, writhing in anguish and pain. Tell of the grave where they laid him. Tell how he liveth again. Love in that story so tender, clearer than ever I see. Stay, let me weep while you Pay the ransom for me. Tell me the story of Jesus. Write on my heart every word. Tell me the story most precious, sweet as was heard. Good evening. Good to see everybody here this evening. Uh, just a few announcements. Um, just wanted to thank the Stepping Stones for a, a great dinner, spaghetti dinner this evening, and it's great to be able to enjoy some fellowship and meet once again. Uh, the ladies' Thursday morning Bible study, uh, they're not going to be meeting during the month of January, and they'll resume, um, resume that next month, and there'll be details to follow about that. Uh, don't forget to pick up a copy of the survey that's out in the foyer on the uh, white table. Uh, just please complete that and put in the uh, white mailbox out in the foyer as well, and if you do that as, as soon as possible, we'd greatly appreciate it. Also, the Sunday bulletin sheet will be printed this Sunday, so if you have any uh, news or any updates that you want added to the bulletin, just make sure you get those to peg this evening. The Stepping Stones have an assortment of, of both cards and nuts for sale, and those are in the middle auditorium, and uh, the cards are a dollar a box. I'm not sure about the nuts. I'm sure they're probably labeled, and you can just put your money in, in the box. And again, those are in the uh, middle auditorium. As far as the prayer list, uh, continue to Keep Judy Gerald in your prayers, passing her brother, Buddy Graham. Uh, reminder, Marvin Jordan's going to have back surgery on Monday. 
And I uh, just continue to pray for both Marvin and Judy as Judy's undergoing physical therapy right now and, and having kind of a tough time. Junior Sullivan, he was baptized uh, last week. He remains in Cabell in room 4756. And if you could send him a card, they would greatly appreciate that. Also, if you can send Larry Faulkner a card, he had heart surgery uh, recently, and he is in St. Mary's, room 4118, St. Mary's 4118. Uh, Tanya Ward's stepdad, David Petticourt, uh, he's in Florida and is in the, uh, continues to be in the hospital for a kidney infection. Portia Davis's uh, stepmother has COVID. Um, so many, there's so many of our numbers that have COVID right now, so just keep, uh, keep everybody in your prayers that, that are dealing with, with it. Um, as far as Rusty, just continue to pray for that situation, for you know, Rusty and, and Sean and Holly and Stiller and Pam and Gary and Worm, and just um, to keep each of them in prayers. And also for Kristen and James and Braden and Mason and Linda and their family as well. David will have the, uh, the Devo this evening, and John Kelly will have the closing prayer. And that's all the announcements I have. Let's go to God in prayer. Father in heaven, we come to you at this time, Lord, thanking you for the opportunity to be here, Father, to come together as a church family in the middle of the week, Lord, that we can study from your word. And Father, we are so thankful for your word that guides us and helps us to, to see how we should behave and, and interact and, and just use it as a guide for our lives, Lord, and we are so thankful for your love for us. It's clear in your word and for your son, Jesus, Father, and for the hope that we have through his sacrifice for us, and, and we know, Father, that your mercies are new each day, and we are thankful for that, God, as we need forgiveness and, and help as we can't do it ourselves, and we're just so thankful that we have a Savior, a mediator that goes between us, Father, and thank you for, for Jesus, and Father, we thank you for our church family here, and for what, what they mean to us, and um, thank you for each person that's here this evening, and we, Father, we're mindful of those that can't be here, Lord, and so many people dealing with various health issues, Lord, from COVID, and we just pray for all those that are dealing with this uh, virus at this time, Father, we just pray for a quick healing for each of them, we just pray for our country that we can can get through this, Father, and come out of this and uh, can move about freely again and, and not have to worry about it. And, and Father, just be with all those that uh, have upcoming surgeries. Just be with Marvin Jordan, his upcoming surgery, Father, and just be with Judy as she's undergoing uh, physical therapy at this time. And, and just be with all those that have lost loved ones recently, with, um, Judy passing her brother and, and so many others, Lord. Just be with each of them. And be with uh, Tanya's stepdad, David, at this time. Pray that he uh, receives healing and feel better. And, and Lord, we are just mindful of, of Rusty and that situation at this time, Father. We just lift him up to you, Lord. We just lift the situation up to you, Father. Sometimes it's, it's difficult to know exactly what to, to ask for in times like this, but we know that you are with us. We know that you hear our prayers and that, that you are intervening in this situation, Father, and we just trust that and just pray that you would be with each of them, Father, with Shauna and, and Holly and Stiller and Pam and Gary and Worm, and that you'll just provide them comfort and peace and, and love and just bless them, Father, at this time. And, and Father, be with Kristen, Lord. We just pray for her health and, and well-being and just be with James and 
and Braden and Mason and Linda and their family and we just pray your, your peace and, and comfort on them as well, Lord. And again, Father, we are so thankful that we can come to you in prayer, that, that you hear our prayers and, and that, that you love us and even when we don't deserve it, Father. And we just ask that you would be with us the rest of this evening, be with our time here to study your word, Lord. We just pray that we will dig into that and that we'll study and, and become better Bible students, Father, that we can take your word and apply it to our lives, that we can share it with others, that they will come to know you as well, Father. And Father, just be with us uh, the rest of tonight. Give us uh, safe travels home, a good night's rest, and forgive us when we do fall short. It's through Jesus Christ we do pray. Amen. Sweeter as the years go by, number 600, we'll sing just the first and the last verse of the song. <clears throat> of Jesus' love that sought me when I was lost in sin, of wondrous grace that brought me back to his fold again. Of hearts and depth of mercy far deeper than the sea and higher than the heavens my theme shall ever be. Sweeter as the year go by, sweeter as the years go by, richer, fuller, deeper, Jesus' love is sweeter, sweeter as the years go by, t'was one dress love which led him for us to suffer loss, to bear without a murmur the anguish of the cross, with saints redeemed in glory, let us our voices raise till heaven we echo with our Redeemer's praise. Sweeter as the years go by, sweeter as the years go by, richer, fuller, deeper, Jesus' love is sweeter. Sweeter as the years go by. Our invitation song will be number 739. What will you do with Jesus? 739. Good evening, church family. It's going to be kind of awkward doing a lesson with a mask on, but uh, 
I started to make everybody feel uncomfortable. So in order for you to feel comfortable, I'd make myself uncomfortable to speak through a mask. If I, I feel like I'm going to taste it, though. I feel like I'm going to eat it. Um, so I'm not spitting at you. I'm spitting the mask out of my, out of my mouth if, I'm, if I start spitting. But I want you to think of the last time you had a guest over at your house. <clears throat> the last time you had a guest over at your house. How did you treat that person? Did you greet them when they came in? Did you make them feel welcome? Did you offer them a drink or food? How did you treat that guest that came to your house? According to Google, here are seven ways to make a guest feel welcome to your house. Number one, greet them at the door. Number two, do not tell them to take their shoes off. Number three, shake their hand. Number four, offer them a drink. Number five, start a conversation. Number six, make them a meal. Number seven, send them home with a treat. Now, I know I don't do everything that's on this list, and you probably don't either, but I thought that list was pretty interesting on seven ways to make someone feel welcome in your home. If you will open your Bibles to, to Luke chapter 10, that's Luke chapter 10, starting in verse 38. Luke chapter 10, starting in verse 38. And it reads, Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. <clears throat> and she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teachings. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. But one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. I know we've all heard this story before. It's a story that we're all familiar with. It's a story that we, we've heard about these two, two sisters. But what makes these two sisters different? Would you say that one is normal and the other one's a lazy bum who lets others do all the work? Or would you say that one is normal, and the other one is overbearing workaholic who needs to relax? Or would you say that one has values and responsibilities, and one has values of relationships? 
Or maybe you would say that one needs to be needed versus one who needs to serve. We all have different ways of looking at this story and these two sisters here. But some of us are Martha, and some of us are Mary. We all have different personality types. We all have different ways on serving. If your personality is like Martha, you feel more responsible, more in control. You feel the need to do something and not receive anything in return. You feel more obligated. Or maybe your personality is like Mary's, and you're more quick to listen. Maybe live for that moment. Maybe you like having someone else in control. Or maybe you're an introvert, and you like to observe and not get involved in anything. Whatever your personality is, we all have different personalities. And we can sit there and relate to Martha and Mary here because we all have similar traits. But what is Jesus' point here in these verses? Because Martha and Mary both love Jesus. They both loved him. And they both wanted to serve him. But Martha thought that Mary's style of serving was much more inferior to hers. She didn't realize that in her desire to serve that she was actually neglecting her guest. You see, sometimes... Sometimes we get so busy doing things for Jesus, or maybe we get so busy doing things for ourselves, we forget to spend time with him. It's important that our service doesn't become self-serving. Jesus gives another example of this on how we avoid God in Luke chapter 14, 15 through 24. Luke 14, 15 through 24, and it reads, When one of those who reclined at the table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. But he said to him, Amen, once gave a great banquet, a man once gave a great banquet and invited many. <coughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> and at the time for the banquet, he sent his servants to, to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is ready. But they all like began making excuses. First one said, I bought a field, and I must go out and see to it. 
so please excuse me. And another said, I just bought five yokes of oxen. I need to go out to examine them, so please excuse me. And another said, I've married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house became angry and said to his servants, Go out quickly to the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in the poor and the crippled and the blind and the lame. And the servant said, Sir, what you commanded has been done. There is still room. And the master said to the servants, Go out to the highways and the hedges and compel people to come in until the house is filled. For I tell you, none of these men who are invited shall taste my banquet. How many times, how many times do we make excuses when it comes to building a relationship with Jesus? Is it work that distracts you? Is it your kids that distract you? Is it school that distracts you? What is distracting you from spending time with God? See, my point is this, because I struggle with this. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels this way. But you see, when I invited Jesus into my heart through baptism, No one forced me. No one held a gun to my head. I went to the door when I saw the opportunity presented itself, and I opened that door and allowed him into my life. But then I get so caught up in selfish things. I get caught up in living for the moment. And I forget about paying attention to him. I forget that he's my guest. And I invited him in. What I'm saying is this. We would never treat a guest in our house this way. We would never invite somebody in and go outside and do yard work. We would never invite somebody in and go into the kitchen and be busy. We completely ignore our guest. Why do we continue on ignoring Jesus? Why do we continue not digging into his word? And I'm not talking about digging into his word to find a verse that relates to you. I'm talking about digging into his word on how it relates to God. We should be praying to him every chance we get. 
every chance we get. He is our guest in us when we are baptized. We should go out of our way to treat him that way, to pay attention to him. Get involved with what he's telling us to do. Saying to ourselves, I need the change. I need the change on how I treat my guest. I need to stop making excuses. And I need to focus on him. And stop being so self-focused on myself. And put all of my focus on him. I'm willing to change. I'm willing to pay more attention to him. How about you? If you have a need tonight, he invites you and he wants you to come forward as we stand and sing. What will you do with Jesus? Big question comes to you. And you must get an answer for something you must do. What shall it be? What shall it be? What shall your answer be? What will you do with Jesus? Oh, what shall Our gracious Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this time together. Thank you, Father, for the songs that Brother Allen sang with us and that we all could sing together. And, and Father, for Brother Mike's prayer and, and Father, for the announcements that keeps us informed. 
of all the different things that our brothers and sisters are facing. And Father, for Brother Dave, that you blessed him and the lesson he gave us, even though he's not feeling all that great either. And Father, we just thank you so much for him. And Father, would you pray your blessings on him and on Chris and on all their, both their families at this time and the many others, Father, that are facing that and uh, that we all know some someone that has a, a COVID, Father, that you will bless them to, to get over that and be able to be healthy again. Bless those of us who, who don't have it to not get it, Father, if it be your will. Father, just help us to, to be able to overcome this thing and, and have our minds on, on you. And this thing has distracted all of us. This is Brother Dave was talking. It, it, a lot of things distract us, but this is one of those major things that just keeps going and going and going. And, and we know you're in control, and we know it'll be taken care of someday. Father, we thank you that you have blessed us, though, that you do give us that hope of heaven, that you have blessed us with your word that we can study. And, and Father, understand that you are there for us and that you've given us a, that home of heaven upon our faith and belief and, and service, Father, to you. Father, help us to do more service for you. Help us, to, again, not to be distracted by whatever it may be, work, school, and so many different things distract us and just help us to, to overcome those things and to think about you more often, to pray to you more often, to read about you more often, and your son and the great grace and mercy that you showed to us. Father, we do pray that you will, as we prayed earlier, to be with Rusty and the Leap family, Father, at this time, and all all the relationships that we have here at this congregation. Just bless him and, and help him to overcome the, the problem that he has with, with the vent and the different things that's going on. And with Sister Kristen, Father, we pray that you'll bless her at this time and, and all the, the wards and the, and the White family at this time, that you'll bless them as she faces um, things that, face, that she faces troubles in her life, Father, that you'll bless her to overcome those things if it be your will. And Father, for Judy Gerald and for Marvin and Judy Jordan and all the different ones that Brother Mike mentioned, we'll just ask your blessings on them. Help them in their need at this time. Father, bless us as a congregation, and we're so thankful that you've given us so many brothers and sisters that do pray and, and work together, Father, that we do have comfort in those things. Father, we thank you for the church the world over as well, and, and we realize the distractions of, of COVID and whatever it may be, and let alone persecution in some countries, Father, that we will overcome those things as well and continue to live for you. And Father, we thank you for those who do mission work, and we, we just pray your blessings to continue on them, and, and for every preacher, for every elder, Father, for every member of the church, we just pray your blessings. Forgive us, Father, when we sin. Bless us tonight as we study. Bless the teachers who prepared lessons. Help them. And we're thankful for everyone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat>